Hey, my loves, and welcome back to Coffee at the Crossroads. My name is Afro Spiritual, and welcome, welcome, welcome. And first things first, I want to say is, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for the delay of this episode. It was not my intention whatsoever. I was busy all last week. Lord, and it was Easter weekend and everything. I had a good Easter, I'm not going to lie. I ate sheep. No lie, I had full-on sheep. You know, the one, a ram, it went bad, bad, and all that stuff. Yeah. It was some strange eating, but it was good eating. I'm not going to lie about that. But anyway, I'm sorry to the vegans and the vegetarians. I just had to say something about that because that was, I'm going to remember that for like a good while and everything. But anyway, hopping back into this, we're going to get back on track. I'm supposed to be on episode five right now, but we are here on episode four. And that is okay. You know why? Because everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. As my grandma always says, God is an on-time God, never a delayed or a late God whatsoever. So everything in divine timing and divine alignment now. Okay, so let's get to cracking. Um, let's see here. I may do my best. I will do my best to get episode five out here, possibly by this weekend and everything. That way I can turn around and plan for episode six in hopes of getting a guest speaker on. Now, I'm not going to reveal who that guest speaker might be, but we're going to dive into some stuff, okay? So sit tight, be patient. I hope y'all enjoy this episode and we're going to jump right into it again. Now, this episode is more geared for my overseas listeners, especially those who don't know much about Black history and what we had to endure here throughout the history of the United States, from slavery and oppression to segregation and Jim Crow, all the way up to integration and today, okay? Now, I will tell you this, if you have a weak stomach, you might not want to listen to this. If you feel your feelings are going to get hurt, this is your time to change it up now. Because if y'all know me, I say it like it is. I'm not going to mince my words whatsoever. All right? So if you still want to listen, especially to my U.S. followers who don't know any of this information or only know a tidbit, bop a squat, sit a spell, and we're going to get right on in here. Now, this information I'm getting ready to talk about can easily be read in this book called Medical Apartheid, okay, by Harriet A. Washington. And it's a good book. It speaks of the cruel experimentation on black individuals in the United States for the sake of medical advancement. For the sake of medical advancement, y'all. Now, no human should be experimented on whatsoever, especially in cruel, cruel settings, okay? But that's the history of black folk. We're always being martyred and experimented on and treated cruelly for the sake of advancement in some way, shape, or form. Sadly. But we are enduring people. But let's get on into this. From black babies being fed to gators, which is called gator bait, y'all, which happened in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Florida, where white men will pay or give or strip away the baby from a black woman and use it to be able to lure and trap gators. 
nothing pretty. And did those babies make it out alive? Rarely. From being raped and molested. From the term motherfucker, which honestly means an enslaved man forced a gunpoint to rape his mother just to create more enslaved. Lynching. Our skin being made into leather products and our bones melted down into grease and being cannibalized. Cannibalized. If y'all know anything about Nat Turner, rest in peace, Nat Turner, Nat Turner Rebellion. Oh yeah, when he was captured, he was hung. He was lynched. But his body was covered in oil. He was lit on fire. His body was dismembered. Dismembered. Skin made into leather products that some families still have as heirlooms. Bones made into grease. And his flesh was cannibalized. Shoot. Talk about a picnic, which is another way of saying pick a nigger. From the South. Where you sit there, you pick one and you lynch them. And you just treat it as an everyday festivity. That's where the word picnic come from. Black community hubs being burnt down, one of them being which is Tulsa. But the saddest thing of all, black folks still face cruelty in few areas today. One of them is the medical field due to biases, racism of the past. Now, don't get me wrong. We do still face a lot of issues socially, but we're talking about the medical field. Everything leading up to was just listing a, a few of the atrocities that happened to my people, to black people here in the United States, okay? Why? That goes back to the history of white folks just experimenting on us, treating us like we're not human. Because in their eyes, at one point or another, we were not human to them. We were property. Shoot, there's some still alive today that think we are property. Shoot, if they had it their way, they would see us back in change in a heartbeat. And trust me, when I say I am my ancestors, I will fight to the death before that happens. <laughs> Amen on that. But let's give you an example of experimentation on black folks. Y'all ever heard of the Tuskegee experiment? Now, some of y'all may know a little bit and everything about that, which is fine. But let me give you the full scoop on that, okay? This is where the U.S. Public Health Services and the Center of Disease Control, a.k.a. the CDC, conducted a study, more like an experiment, but they call, they list it as a study, but we all know experiment. Between 1932 and 1972. Now, 40 years of this experiment happened. But I want y'all to know something. Penicillin was discovered in the 1940s. So there's no excuse to why this should have went so long and out of control. This study, this experiment between 1932 to 1972 on nearly 400 black men with syphilis. They let syphilis run rampant, out of control on 40 black men, on a small populace of African Americans, just to see what happens when syphilis goes untreated, y'all. 
And if you know anything about medical science, especially about syphilis, gonna give you a little bit of STD knowledge here and everything. Syphilis is highly contagious, okay? Within stage one and stage two, it is the most contagious. You can go and get an STD test today and three months later show up positive with syphilis. And everyone that you had intercourse with between the last time you got tested and three months later has to all go get tested. You can contract syphilis not only from the exchanges of bodily fluids, but also by the mucosal lining of whatever parts you use, mouth or genitalia, and if you use your back end, that too. You could contract it just from the mucosal lining in touching by touching an infected person. When stage three hits, you're no longer contagious, but you, the individual, is infected highly. When stage four hits, that's when it starts to affect the bones and the muscles and the tissue. By stage four of syphilis, it is too late to do anything about it, which could lead to blindness, muscle atrophy, and much more. Of course, death. Now, the reason why I say this is an excuse and also penicillin being invented in the 1940s is because syphilis, as we know, is bacterial. Okay, it's not a virus, it's bacterial. Antibiotics can treat it. Now, do keep in mind now, nowadays, because syphilis gets treated so regularly, sadly, syphilis has evolved and has now super strands, where wide-spectrum antibiotics is the only thing that can kill it. So the usual penicillin is not going to do it, or bisacillin, for much more updated understanding, if you want to know that. Okay. This should not have went out of control, in all honesty and truth. And the incentive to participate in these experiments, and I say participate lightly, lightly, was that they were free, they received free care, which they did not. They did not receive treatment because the government's excuse is that they ran out of funding. They ran out of funding, but they kept an experiment going. Make that make sense. And these men obviously were not aware. And by the end of the experiment, 40 years, because syphilis takes a long time to take someone's life, depending on your immune system and everything, over 100 black men died. Obviously, we know what happens when, you know, we know how to treat syphilis. We know what happens when it goes out of control. But basic penicillin, once again, invented in the 1940s, technically 1947. So what excuse did the government have? Saying that they ran out of funding was a lame excuse. Cruel experimentation on black folks. And the sad thing is no compensation was given for these deaths, just an apology. Just an apology. Okay? This is one of the many reasons why, especially now that you have today, African Americans, black folk here in the South and all over the United States, 
through slavery and oppression all the way up until now, for the most part relied on our own healing ways which white folks came to cover as well. Shoot, it was not uncommon for Massa to come out from the, from the big house and everything, go out into the field and get treatment from one of the enslaved because our ways in medicine was much better because back in those days, they were still injecting mercury into people's blood thinking it was doing something. Shoot, they didn't even know how to clean. Clean, be clean in the first place. So shoot. Goodness. But the thing is, is that over time, it became a death sentence for us black folk to practice our healing ways, which was saving lives. And at the same time, ensuring that longevity was, was a reality. It was a death sentence to see white Southern doctors until a law was passed in Virginia and then it went around and was passed in all areas of the South due to the fact that they feared that black folk was going to poison them if they administered medicines. Now, don't get me wrong with all the uprisings and everything that was happening. I mean, that point. But still, this is the law that was enacted in Virginia in 1748, and then it passed throughout the South gradually over time. And it reads, any Negro or other slave to administer any medicine whatsoever under pain of death without benefit of a clergy. What that translates to is simply this, any black person to administer medicine, and depending on the state, administer medicines to even their own people, will be put to death, which means what? Our healing ways, hoodoo, root work, it had to go underground. You will only be able to get your works and everything and also your healing done by somebody who knew somebody. Shoot, we had to hide in a church and disguise it as, in some cases, lay on hands. But lay on hands is something completely different. So do not relate it to working with roots and everything for medicinal purposes. Okay? Lay on hands is faith healing now. Let that be known. But still, we had to hide in a church. We had to hide it behind closed doors. And every single thing else. You have to know somebody to know somebody. That law spread throughout the whole entire South. And yet, some white folks today wonder why hoodoo is a closed practice. Well, shit, we had to hide our stuff. Especially from white folks who tried to kill us for our own stuff. Come on now. Make it make sense. And that's just one example, actually two examples, to be honest. Third example is this, to my ladies who go and see your OBGYN and everything. I'm sure they keep you healthy nowadays. But once again, it came at the cost of black lives. Some of the instruments that are used when it comes to gynecology, barbaric. And that has to do with James Marion Sims. He's quote-unquote credited with being the founder of gynecology. But he operated on black women without consent or anesthesia. Three of said women died during his experiments. Again, to experiment on another human being, you have to see them to be as less than human, which back in the day, white folks did. The majority of white folks did. It's because James Marion Sims, because of his work, 
It birthed the false idea in the medical field that is still upheld to this day that some doctors still can't seem to shake and that black people, especially black women, don't feel pain or have a high pain tolerance, which is ridiculous. And yet doctors wonder why, wonder why black especially black women, mortality rate is still high, especially when it comes to labor and delivery. And yet they wonder why we turn to midwives and doulas and home births, lotus births, water births, and things like that. Because our black women are dying in the hospitals because some of y'all white doctors, doctors in general, y'all upholding a racist man's ideology when it comes to the pain threshold of a person. Once again, advancement at the cost of black lives to experiment on another human being in the way that happened back then and also in some cases still today is less than human. They see us as less than human, but when they were the one who was acting soulless. And the sad thing is, some white folks, some, not the majority, but a good handful in the U.S. and overseas, all over the world, to some extent, Treat black folks as less than human. Be it you call them black, African, Afro, whatever. Because of these atrocities, many backwards understandings in the medical field and other areas in everyday society are still upheld. Which is why you see so many black folks, African-Americans, Afro-African folk turning back to our old ways of healing. Shoot. They wonder why and why we have fears going into doctor's office, why we have fears of trusting doctors, why we have fears going into hospitals for emergencies, why we have to literally be on our deathbed sometimes. And this is for the older generation, too, but actually it's also some of the people of my generation have to literally be sick and dying before they let a doctor see them. For anything. And that's sad. And that, once again, going back to the episode, we're talking about ancestral veneration, epigenetics, that trauma is passed down. Truly. Over the course of time and everything, you know, as time moves on, I'm healing myself. I practice my folks' healing ways and everything. But I also do understand modern medicine. Okay, modern medicine and our old healing ways do work hand in hand, side by side, better together. However, however, with some of the bigotry and biases that go on now still today, I do hope one day it ends. And do remember everything in this episode is just a tip of the iceberg when it comes to the atrocities towards black folk and the heinous, soulless acts that was done. Just a tip of the iceberg. 
So I hope this episode gives you insight to what black folk endure here in the United States. Now, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Once again, I'm sorry for my absence and everything. Like I said, I got busy. But next episode, next episode, mm, I'm going to have to sit down and decide what we're going to be talking about. Shoot. I have yet to even give it an idea or a plan. I'm going to put it in the poll and let y'all decide what the next episode should be. But do answer the poll quickly and everything now. Because I need to get started and everything. I need to catch up and have episode 6 coming out and debuting on Monday. Alright? I need to get my guest speaker together. Get us up on point and every single thing else. That way we can be able to sit down and do this and give y'all a special treat now. Alright? Once again... This is Coffee at the Crossroads. My name is Afro Spiritual. And you can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Clapper now. You can find me on Facebook. Shoot, I do have a little YouTube starting up. Granted, my audio and video does need work, but it's okay. But you can also find me on Instagram. All right? Y'all take care. Y'all have a blessed night and everything. And I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Stay blessed. Bye.